I spent most of my young childhood dreaming of becoming a ballerina. But by the time I was entering ninth grade, I knew I wanted to be a scientist. I did not know that a girl was not supposed to have that dream. When I was a senior in high school, I was given the Science Student of the Year Award, and I was interviewed by a local newspaper. The reporter asked me, among other things, what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I said, a scientist. She laughed and said, what happens when Mr. Wright comes along and doesn't want to be married to a scientist? And I was puzzled, and I said, well, he's not Mr. Wright then, is he? <laughs> As a senior in college, I spent a lot of time in the physics lab. This was because the required classes of math and science had labs associated with them. And then there were the other classes, the ones without math and science. And then I had um, a whole list of labs that I had to do in the senior lab. And it was basically a list of experiments that I had to perform and show that I understood um, the basic principles. And it was a little bit more complicated because I was growing human by that time. So in my last semester of my senior year in college, I was about eight, eight and a half months pregnant. So I had to wear a lead apron and carry a Geiger counter because of the kind of labs that I was working on. So I kind of stood out, the only woman, the only pregnant person, and the only person with a Geiger counter. So one day, a professor who I did not know uh, came up to me in the lab and he said, when you're done here, you need to come see me. So I did. I went to his office and um, he was seated. I walked in. He did not offer me a seat. I was about eight and a half months pregnant. I'd been on my feet about 12 hours by that time. And he said, why are you here? Well, I'm pretty used to absent-minded physics professors, so I said, you called me here, sir. <laughs> and he said, no. Why are you here? Why are you at Berkeley? Why are you in the lab? You don't belong here. You should be home taking care of your family. I had nothing to say. And as he barraged me with insults and questions and insulting questions, I remember looking down at my huge belly and never feeling so large and so small at the same time. And still no words would come. And he finally asked me, what do you plan to do when you graduate? And I said, I plan to go to graduate school. And he said, not with your grades, you won't. He didn't know me, and he had pulled my records. And yeah, I had a B average. And he said, people with B averages do not get into graduate school, especially not a woman. And the, I, at that point, I had two main objectives. One, to get out of that room. And number two, to get out of the room before he saw me cry. Somehow, I kept going. I passed my senior labs. I graduated from UC Berkeley. I took the tests that were required for me to be admitted into graduate school. I gave birth to a beautiful baby boy who's here tonight. Thank you. <laughs> and then I got into grad school. 
Yeah. Not one, but two, and I had to decide where to go. But I was having a really hard time trying to decide where to go because I was steeped in the sense of failure. And it was my husband, who is Mr. Wright, by the way, who said to me, how do you feel that a physics degree from one of the top three schools in the nation with an above average GPA, yeah, B's are above average, how do you think that that is a failure? It looks like success to me. And I had to concede that there's some logic to that. <laughs> so we gather up our family and we moved to Fairbanks and I enrolled in the space physics graduate program. Now it turns out that getting an advanced degree in space physics while raising two small children is not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> so there were days, but worse, there were nights when I just wanted to quit. I had been up early in the morning getting the kids up, getting them breakfast, getting them to school. I get to work, I go to class, I do my homework, I pick them up, I take them to where they wanna be, I give them dinner, I put them to bed. I'm back at work and I'm working on my homework, I look up, it's midnight. I'm exhausted and I just wanna quit. And I knew I could walk away from a dream because I already had, I don't wear a tutu to work. But I could not let that bastard be right. I couldn't let him be right about me, and I couldn't let him be right about science. Physics is not male. So, I kept moving forward, and I realized afterward that while he was trying to make me fail, he actually gave me the fuel to succeed. So ladies and gentlemen, if you'll permit me, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Dr. Nettie LaBelle Hammer, and I am a scientist.